This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Basement Bookers podcast, where we talk about wrestling. This week, we're going to do Young The Rock. We're going to touch on some Elimination Chamber. And, of course, none of this happens without the Basement Bookers. This is Rich Deriz. And... I'm not Rich Riz, he is. Right. <laughs> this is Rich Riz right here. Yes. And along with Rich Riz, he is the longest reigning and defending Basement Booker's champ in history. Also, he is the first victor of the first annual 40 hands. Also, he stayed up for 48 plus hours straight. Also, he is the tallest reigning and defending basement champ. And let me remind you that he had also defeated the Ruby Weapon at Final Fantasy VII without collecting the cheesy Knights of the Round Summon. He is also the reigning, defending, most ethnically friendly basement champion. He has, for the first time ever... Pulled off a draw victory. Welcome, the basement champion out of Brooklyn, New York. Basement champ. Thank you. Thank you all. And then my music plays. And then you cry. And then here comes the podcast. I cry laughing. What an intro. What an intro. Yes, indeed. My accolades. I should have taken more time to write more stuff down. I could have came up with better ones, but I had to just keep yeah, there going. Yeah, was, there was no North Carolina reference. Brooklyn, New York? Uh, there you go. It's not uh, North Carolina. It doesn't matter. It's where okay. I'm from. Why would I reference somewhere that I'm not even from? This is about me, not him. Oh, because you're not a ridiculous person like Kenny Omega. That's right. Yeah, like, why the fuck? <laughs> I don't care. Care fucking about. Winnipeg. What is he doing? Yeah, what am I going to reference somewhere I'm not from because I'm a fan of Michael Jordan? I don't care. Everybody was a fan of Michael Jordan. Yup. Anyway, let's transition straight into the news for this week to follow up on the Sammy Guevara impact issue that we talked about last week. Uh, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter reported that uh, Sammy was supposed to win three matches in Impact, but he pitched an idea where he'd win the X Division title, bring it to AEW, and then Impact would hold a tournament to crown a new X Division champion without Sammy ever returning the belt. Well, that's a good way to do it. Why would Impact say, yeah, that's a great idea? Well, let's see. Does does impact is impact known for making good decisions? No, so I guess it was worth a shot. Yeah, just go by the evidence. You know, you have to play detective. Uh, it's called I think they call it like a pattern. 
I, I mean, I guess the, it could have benefited them a little in, like, maybe that little bit of extra exposure, but why not just... I don't know. Why not just... What would you do? Asked? I don't know. I, I would have... I don't know. Maybe I would have pitched it, but I wouldn't have, like, made it to where, like, I piss people off by pitching it. I don't think you like to piss people off, though. Well, in your career, you certainly don't want to. Well, it depends. Like, there's an old saying. It's, be careful with how you treat the people on the way up, because you'll be seeing them on the way down. Yup. So, that's my nugget of wisdom. That's champion wisdom right there. Very nice, very nice. Speaking of champions, the Raw Women's Champion Asuka confirmed on Raw Talk that Shayna knocked out one of her teeth with a kick on this week's Raw during their tag match. Did you see it? I saw the kick to the face, and it looked like it, it looked like it, w- it was like supposed to hit her like upper chest because it was when she had, I guess she had nigh in a hold or something. Yeah, she was on and, the ground. Yeah, and Sh- and Shayna ran in with a kick, and it looked like it accidentally caught her face, and it looked like. Shane just immediately dropped down to, like, check on her or apologize or whatever. I would, too. <laughs> you don't want like, Oscar looking for receipts. You know what? In a shoot? I would, li- I would like to see Oscar versus Shana in a shoot. I wouldn't. In an MMA fight. I don't know about all that. Does Oscar have MMA training? Because if she doesn't, you're already not... That's not a good idea. Very true. (laughs) That's a like. Why don't you talk to your boy CM Punk about that? Because like, even if Shayna Baszler did exactly have like the best record, like she still has fights. Yeah. So if you know, yeah, that's kind of that's it. You're you're right about that there with your not resisting this point. (laughs) I know, and I'm beat. Like I don't, Uh, I don't say, I don't think Oscar's not tough. Just in case anybody's saying, I'm just saying, like, yeah. Yo, CM Punk thought he was tough too. He did, he did, but but like he went for like the biggest stage, like. But he also went for No Name Fighter. Exactly, so, but that's no that No Name Fighter actually had fights. Yeah. So like, that's the thing. Mm. More AEW news. Uh, they announced this week that Big Show has signed on to do commentary for AEW Dark Elevation. And uh, AEW also noted on Dynamite that he also has, quote, a wrestler's license in AEW. Listen, licenses now. At the end of the day, you're, you, you, know, you know Cody Rhodes, you know he's a good wrestler. You know he's mm-hmm. a great wrestler. But I don't think all the wrestling experience in the world can provide you with the skills to survive a shack attack. And at the end of the day, if you're gonna if you're gonna stop a shack attack, you need a Godzilla. If you can't find Godzilla, then you find you find yourself a giant. This to me is just gonna try to get that big show shack match. I'm telling you, maybe I'm wrong, but I could feel it. But then again, Cody Rhodes is that much a fan of himself. That he would probably be the one to fight Shaq. Because that's like the whole plan anyway. But I don't know. It could, maybe it could change. Because apparently Tony Khan's Booker of the Year. So maybe he, you know, knows something that we don't. Like, we're all just peasants. We all just live in Tony Khan's world. The world's greatest promoter or whatever. You know, when they were talking about Shaq versus Big Show. Back you rolled day, your eyes? I, right. Now, granted... I've been proven wrong by some of these uh, 
celebrities that come in to wrestle. Uh, three of them I uh, come to mind offhand. Some more than others. But I don't think that Big Show is going to be on that list. Maybe he'll surprise me, but I I just don't think so. Like, there was that one close-up of him that they showed on Dynamite cause, you know, for the hype. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, he just looks like old and sad. Yeah, so, like, I don't think you should have an old and sad guy fight a young and full of himself Cody Rhodes. I'm not saying he's full of himself. I'm just saying, you know, he's a good promoter. You know, at the end of the mm. day, he's kind of a like a little mini promoter in a way. Like he, Shaq? No, Cody. Mm. Well, Cody, uh, Shaq, too, because, you know, he's a spokesperson and uh, he's on the board of directors for Papa John's. He is a spokesperson for Icy Hot. He's a spokesperson for Epson. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything in the world of wrestling. I'm talking about, like, you know, a promoter. Like, ah, like a wrestling, wrestling promoter. Yeah. Right, not... right, 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 right. Right, right, right. It's very confusing when you do things like that. That's why All I lose you... track. Um, Where it's am I? It's confusing when you don't preface with wrestling promoter. Why would I have to preface with wrestling promoter when I'm talking about a wrestler in it's wrestling? Too many pronouns. Too many hymns. Okay, dude. I'll try to make it easy for you somehow. Like I don't Thank you. I don't understand. Like we're talking about wrestling. Why am I talking about not wrestling? Cuz Shaq is promoter. Shaq's a promoter. He's not a wrestling promoter. I'm talking about wrestling. Right. Why would I Okay. Cuz Shaq's going to be wrestling. So There were so many hymns. I lost track of which hymn you were referring to. Okay? All right, man. Please continue. All right. Uh, and this is news for the single guys out there. AEW's Aaron Solo announced on Twitter that he and Bailey have decided to end their relationship due to them having different visions of the future. Well, you know, that's, that's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah, best of luck in your future life endeavors. Uh... On a very sad note, Billy Corgan announced on Instagram that Joseph Hudson, formerly known as Josephus and the question mark, passed away earlier this week due to an undiagnosed medical issue. According to a tweet by Dutch Mantel, the cause is believed to be either a stroke or an aneurysm. Damn. I should have looked up his age, damn. Let me see... He didn't even have a Wikipedia. Does not say his age. Trying to get uh, Billy Corgan's Instagram post, but his uh, Instagram profile is private. Uh, Hudson also portrayed Bruiser Brody on that episode of Dark Side of the Ring. In case you didn't know. Well... And then last bit of news for now, Devon Dudley appeared on the Table Talk podcast uh, saying about his recent stroke that, quote, there's no ill effects and he's healing up extremely well because it was discovered early. So good for him. Glad Devon is going to make a full recovery. Good to know. That's all for the news. That's all the news for now. All right. What's what's next? 
I guess. Uh, the Elimination Chamber. Alright, great. Let's go. Uh, let's see. First match was the qualifier. So Keith Lee is was out with an injury. We don't know what the injury is. We haven't been told. I think he's dying, but... It's too much we'll of see. that, man. I know. It sucks, but I, I don't know. It's weird. Mia Yim's back. He's not back. Barely anything on Twitter. I mean, I don't know. I I think I'm a lot. Of, I I'm concerned because no one like Harper all of a sudden was gone, and this is like a scary time. So I don't know. I think he might he might be very sick. It is. I I, I certainly hope not. Um, I would like to think that me wouldn't have returned if he was in such a bad state. Well, it's not like she's traveling. Like, you know, they live down there, don't they? Yeah, it's true. So, John Morrison pinned Ali in that fatal four-way to replace Keith Lee in the triple threat match. Uh, then was the, what's that, the SmackDown Elimination Chamber number one contender match. Which was our title match, and we were both wrong. Well, it doesn't matter, you know. I'm I'm the winner. You're not. I think that's okay with me. I mean, you're mm. all right with it, so I think we're all just gonna deal with it. Yeah. When when I find, found out that Keith Lee was being replaced by Jomo, I obviously had to change my pick from Keith Lee, and I had gone with Riddle. If anyone didn't see the tweets. And I think I post on Facebook also. And for the for the Elimination Chamber match, this one here, I had picked Kevin Owens. I went back to that. And Daniel Bryan won and then got freaking forearmed in the face a lot by the head of the table. Yeah, but not before putting him in the in the S lock right off the gate. Like you Which can't was, forget that. Right, which which actually was great. That was a uh, very smart. Um, uh, what would you call it? Pr uh, production of the match. Uh, I think it was the only play because that it's it's like it's one of those things where it's kind of like an easy thing to throw in. Mm -hmm. It's like everybody's expecting for him to just kill him, but if he just does that, it's it's only it only makes it easier because then. He's enraged Roman Reigns, so then, mm -hmm. then it's like okay, so he lost even worse because he got he got, he got the guy super mad, and then everybody at home's gonna hate Roman because they're beating up, or maybe not, and you know, yeah, or even for um, for Danny Bryan, it's like it makes people think he might actually have a shot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that was that, and then four, we're actually up to the fourth match already, was the triple threat that um, Lashley lost. Told your ass. Uh, I was a little surprised, but I guess Lashley's in the um, WWE title picture now, kind of. He should be the champion, so hopefully they put it on him. Do something different on Monday Night Raw for once. Yep. I, I've been saying Lashley could get a shot, a run with the belt. As far as should, that's up in the air. We don't know all the behind-the-scenes stuff there. We never do. That's 
why we do the thing. We talk That's about right. it here. That's right. That's what we're doing. Uh, women's tag titles. Um, I don't remember what really went on in that match. Let me see. I guess nothing particularly memorable. Obviously, Nyan Chana retained. Oh, um, Reginald had come out with a champagne bottle that he wanted Sasha to use. Yeah, and she didn't, and, you know, maybe she should have. Yep. It'll probably then... explain the heel turn all of a sudden. Ah, uh, is Sasha heel? I don't think she's really changed. Uh, listen, all I'm going by is what I watched on SmackDown, and she was mm. being extra. All right. If for me, Sasha Banks is always a heel. The only time I don't think Sasha Banks is a heel is when a face is, is when a heel is beating the shit out of her. Mm. I'm not the one who needs convincing. I'm just saying, from what I saw, it looked like it's like a sharp turn into. I'm the heel here. Eh, maybe she is. Uh, and then, of course, was the main event for the WWE Championship, the Elimination Chamber match. Uh, oh, I forgot to talk about um, Kevin Owens getting his arm crushed. That was actually very good. Yeah, that's good psychology from um, Oos. Mm -hmm. So this this chamber match was also different. Uh, I have here Randy and Jeff started. Drew came out of his pod first. Kofi came out next. Kofi eliminated Randy with a Orton with a roll up, but Ra Orton hits RKO's to set up the whole next thing. Since AJ Styles knows he's next, he has Omas rip off the back of his pod so he can get into the match early. Interesting strategy. Because typically you want to stay in your pot as long as possible. But everyone was down, so we figured you can get some quick, easy eliminations. I thought that was cool. Yeah, it was. And then, of course, Drew retained. Lashley attacked. Ping-ponged him a bit. And then Miz cashed in. And it is awesome. Once again. I guess that's objective. It is subjective. It's not I'm to be the, the the whole. That's gonna be his company line. It's awesome. Yeah, it's just so telegraphed. It's like I knew he was gonna cash in from the like as soon as he's talking to Bobby Lashley. I wasn't even surprised. I I didn't. I don't even think I watched it live when it happened. I cared that much. Hmm. Like I, I, it's like okay, here we go. This is the best opportunity. It's getting too close. They're not gonna let the fucking briefcase expire or do some two briefcase situation they're getting rid of this somehow this is the best way to do it it's the only way to do it without making drew mcintyre look weak mm -hmm. so now we have a couple of situations developing um daniel bryan kind of goaded roman and his crew into saying well if if bryan beats jay uso bryan gets a shot at roman one-on-one, -on -one, no other qualifiers at Fastlane. I don't remember if he won that match. Let me scroll back. No, that was a double count-out. 
So there's probably going to be a follow-up this week on that. So let's put a pin in that. But I do want to talk about Edge sort of being upset at that. Because there's always been... There's always shows between the Rumble and WrestleMania. Like, the WWE Championship could theoretically just be defended at any time and be lost at any time. Why would Edge be upset specifically about Daniel Bryan getting a shot for him? Well, I mentioned it yesterday that I didn't like it. So, because mm-hmm. um, I'm looking at the text I sent you, and I said that it was a bitch move on his part. Yeah. Um. Look, it's just that he and his, he knows how how it works, but he wants Roman Reigns, like he wants to fight him. That's it. He's being just you know he's a wrestler. That's what they do. Like mm-hmm. he wants to fight him, and even Beth knows it because she tweeted out with all due respect, like right after that came up. Mm-hmm. It's like you're you're just being, you know. He just wants what he wants. He wants Roman Reigns. He doesn't want Daniel Bryan, which is kind of disrespectful, but whatever. You you should just want the title, but it's personal now. That's why he's being like that. He wants to fight him. I feel like a storyline like what Edge could sort of... Like the angle he could take is that, all right, you, you, you're beating the crap out of Daniel Bryan who's a guy that fought and fought and fought to come back after having to retire due to an injury. Hey, guess what? That's also my story. So I'm going to be his champion, and that's probably what, they, what they're going to do. If Roman has to face Daniel Bryan, Roman's obviously going to win, and Edge will sort of be the champion of Daniel Bryan facing Roman. Yep. I just don't think the whole... Edge getting upset should even be an issue. Just like let let it play out. And you know what? If you don't want to face Daniel Bryan, see what's happening on Raw. You could change your mind. You know, you haven't actually signed the contract yet because we haven't seen it. It's a TV show. You need drama and tension. Like, I don't. I know. It's just. It's, it's not it's, about it's, logic at this point. Like I know that you know, but like really, when you think about it, that's not what it's about. It's about. Like emotion, it's like the reaction that you get. The reaction I got was like, "Why is Edge, why is Edge being this way?" You know, it's that's the that's the art. That's you know, it's about conflict. That's why you need things like that sometimes. You know, even if it doesn't make sense to us, it's like trying. It's like making them like a fleshed out person. Mm-hmm. Or they could say that. Um... Edge just returned, actually twice, because of the tricep injury, too. And he could say, well, no disrespect, but Dan Bryan, you already got your shot after you came back. You had your return. You had your shot at it. He didn't do it. It's my turn. Step aside. I think that would be a smarter play. It would be a more logical play than what they're doing. Okay, and the easy counter to that is your old fuck you. Like, you shouldn't even be here. How about that? But he like, I, I... Okay, yeah, I understand that. He came back. Mm-hmm. Like, he was on a wrestling hiatus for X years. Like, I get that he was injured, but Daniel Bryan has been working his ass off. Like, you could make the argument from either way if you want. That's not the story they're trying to tell, though. They're trying mm-hmm. to tell this story. Like, you'd have to go backwards 
to like try to they don't like to use like it depends it's rarely where they use like older things like all the all the times daniel bryan got a shot or whatever you know mm-hmm. it's like we always we've already had we already had it where we said okay there's always gonna be a match there's always something like fast lane there's always something between rumble and mania like we, we get the point of that but it's like if they they're not trying to do that they're like this is this is edge's feelings and this is that so who knows they might even make it a triple threat match at wrestlemania for all we know they might do that because something's gonna uh, something's gonna go down at fast lane something could go down at fast lane and it's gonna be it'll, it'll it might be daniel bryan versus edge versus roman reigns we don't know or they'll just have bryan get squashed by roman uh because of jay uso or whatever I mean, I don't know, because it looks to me like they're gonna do Jey Uso versus Kevin Owens. So I don't know. I don't think they'll do Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso. They're already wrestling. They've already had. They're gonna have another. They're gonna have a cage match on Friday, and they had what happened on Friday. So that's what the cage match is. All right. I guess it makes sense. Keep you know, keep everyone inside. Because I saw a headline about a cage match. I'm like, all right, I'll find out about it later. So, anything else in particular that you want to bring up? No, I really don't remember a lot about the Elimination Chamber uh, pay-per-view. I remember that I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. So. What about the week in general? Well, okay, so now we're going from Chamber to the whole week. Um, yeah, I mean, we were already talking about SmackDown, so... I don't know. I watched I watched Raw on Monday, and I watched SmackDown kind of today. So that's how I can like remember it directly, offhand. Scrolling through, uh, this reminded me. It looks like we're starting to see the beginning of the breakup of Retribution. Which yeah, is probably going to be a good thing. Is it? I mean. The whole thing was just, you know, I don't know. We should probably ask Tony Khan. Like, he's the best <laughs> booker in the world right now. It went from, we want to destroy the WWE to, okay, we have contracts on Raw now, so we're just going to we're, we're gonna have matches and maybe be kind of scary to four-year-olds. And then it's like, oh, well, we're, the new, we're Mustafa Ali's personal We Hate the New Day crew. And that didn't work. It's still not working. And so they got who did they have? They had Kofi beat. Uh, what was uh, I guess it was a tag match? They had Kofi and Woods beat. Um, but um, Ali is like, do it again, hit it again, and they try to hit the move again, and it gets all countered, and Kofi hits two trouble in paradises or troubles in paradise. I'm not sure what the plural would be. And uh, Retribution loses, and Musaf Ali is like, "Oh, you guys can't do anything," and he storms off. Yeah, well, it's they already gave him a chance, and he, unfortunately, he's not, he's just not up to the task. I don't know, maybe it's not for him, or he got nervous. But they put him on commentary. They let him say what he wanted. It looks like, or they gave him something, but it just wasn't 
he didn't pick it up. I always say give somebody a chance and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. And we saw what happens. He fell apart like it wasn't good. And I think, I don't know, I don't think I was the only one to see that. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Because his, like the things he would do on his own on Twitter, the videos he'd post, were very good. But obviously he had plenty of time to think it out. He had time to do it all his way and everything. Maybe maybe he was surprised that he was given that shot and wasn't prepared. Should he have been more prepared? Probably. But I don't know. He just looks like a it it it's like the the announcers didn't even take him seriously. Like they're not they're not acting like they're sitting near a dangerous person. Mm-hmm. It's they're not sitting next to somebody that was responsible for the stuff that was happening uh when these guys started showing up. Mm-hmm. So it, if they're not selling it, then I'm not buying. Like I can't I can't buy it. They're, they're, like, you know, you don't have to be wrestler of the year John Moxley to see this. <laughs> yeah, that that's a it's a good point because like initially, anytime Retribution would come out, the announcers were terrified. Now all of a sudden, they just don't care, and they got Ali on commentary. They're not—they're not even scared to piss him off that he's gonna sick the Giants on them. No, you have fucking Byron Saxon, the most beta of all announcing guys. Mm. Just not even like he—he he sounded like he could beat Ali up right there. Like he's not. This is a perfect example. Like, Apollo Crews is given something to do, and he's making it work great in one fucking night. But this guy had how many weeks? This is not the first time he was on commentary, I don't think. You know, it's like, oh, they don't want me to say these things. Maybe they don't want you to say these things. Maybe it's not that they don't want you to say these things. They don't like how you say these things. How about that? Hmm. Maybe it's how you say these things. That's the issue. So it sounds like the maybe this most recent commentary gig for Ali was um like it, already going into it the announcers knew that this wasn't going to go anywhere so that's why they weren't taking him seriously so the decision must have been made to pull the plug before then which means he disappointed someone before then I probably, think prob- this, I'm guessing a probably a previous time he was on commentary. I think they were just trying to give him a chance. Whenever they let somebody be on commentary, is giving them a chance. Mm-hmm. That's exposure, and you just didn't expose the best parts of yourself there. Mm-hmm. Got to be it. So I mean, hopefully, the members of Retribution, except for uh, Slapjack, because I've just never been interested in the character or the person. Um, I hope that they can all gain their footing after this breakup. I don't think they're going to break up. I think they're going to, they're going to kill Ali out and they're just going to stop wearing the stupid masks. They'll stay retribution, but like actually be a good stable. Just like wrestle together, but all of a sudden just be better, because they would have won that if Ali didn't put his nose into it in the first place. He told them, you know, like you said, and that's that's what cost them the match. So they're not gonna. That's not gonna keep going. Well, you know, 
never mind. They just shouldn't, but they might just do it. But then you split them up. You take off the stupid mask and stuff and let them use their own names, not what he gave them. Yeah. Um. I mean, kind of be nice if they stayed together. I just don't. I I don't think WWE will do it. Yeah, but if they don't stay together, then what? Then I you'll. I, that's what I'm saying. I think that I think they'll split them up, and some will falter, some will never see again, and maybe one will succeed. I guess we'll see. I mean, the two standouts, obviously, no pun intended, are uh, Dijak and uh, Mace. I don't remember his um, Dio Madden. That's it. I guess we'll, you know, we'll we'll hit that one bridge when we come. We shall. That we shall. So, one thing that bugged me on SmackDown was that uh, was it Lashley? Lashley? Yeah, Lashley gave the Miz an hour to decide, right? But Pierce told Miz the time was up, and it wasn't even nine o'clock yet. Are they? I don't know. I mean, maybe we don't want to fucking wait around. That's the time for the segment, and that's what you get. Maybe he's like, he's just just trying to buy some time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this the whole oh, you got if you beat you know Braun. It's like Braun Strowman didn't do shit mm-hmm. to earn that. He doesn't belong there. If they would have made it a triple threat match, I would have been so fucking mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, just it's give not... Bobby Lashley his title match. That's it. Yeah, the Chamber wasn't former WWE and Universal Champions. It's former WWE Champions. Braun never held that belt. Yeah, exactly. Now, is it a technicality? Yeah, but it's technicality that they were pretty specific about. And they hadn't made any exceptions for anyone else. So, you beat Braun. He's just acting like an asshole. We're going to wind up with freaking Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman at WrestleMania this year. I really hope not. He's going to not want get to these that. hands. He's going to throw him off a pirate ship or some stupid shit. <laughs> oh, man. Then Kevin Owens will be upset that that was his spot. He could jump off of something. It's not like he was thrown off of it. True. Just do it across two nights. No one's going to care. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. I keep forgetting they're doing the two night thing again. I mean, that's gonna make it so much more easy to watch. Riddle backstage has to stop. They they gotta just stop putting him on camera. He's just the guy making the old man laugh right now. That's his role. Maybe who knows? He might like be hate hate pushing him. It's like the more they see him, the more they're gonna hate him, and I'm gonna fucking make it worse. Re- reference some video games. Uh, but I think the really good news is we got two Rhea Ripley vignettes on Raw. Two. Yeah, she's the best wrestler in the world, I hear. In the world. Actually, Bailey's the best wrestler in the world. Yup. Can't deny that. I feel like there just wasn't a lot going on this week other than, like, the all the big, all the stuff we already discussed. Like, oh, um... One of the guys in MSK might have actually broken his hand for real. Good. That's what you I, get for all that flippy stuff. You need to be careful. Maybe he did a handspring or something. Maybe he picked up his spoon. Could be anything. <laughs> Could be. Um. Apparently there was a sanity reference. I didn't. I forgot to rewind and go back to it. Um. 
because what was it when Killian Dane and Drake Maverick ran into Alexander Wolf backstage on NXT. Um, uh, Wolf said, tells Dane he used to be a monster. Alright, cool. But then, uh, Drake Maverick tweeted, what is, what is sanity anyway? And he, like, he had the silly, some caps, some not, like the way they used to for sanity. And I'm like, did I miss something? Maybe something got cut. Maybe something was said that I didn't notice. I don't know, I, but... I might have been super carding. He wasn't just a monster insanity. He had that whole Beast from Belfast thing going. It's not like he toned down. He recently told down with this guy. Yeah, he's just dressing a little bit less like an anarchist right now. Or a homeless man. Right. Thing with uh, the Buck's dad. Annoying. We knew what was going to happen. I thought that was the... They pulled out, they had a time machine and they brought young Superfly Jimmy Snooker. For some reason, he reminded me of uh, Superfly Jimmy Snooker from back in the day. Like before he got old, old. Like the middle point. Yeah, because he had like his hair like slicked back and, and maybe in a ponytail and he had like a headband or something, right? Yeah. I'm like, that's, is that him? Overall, it's a pretty bland week in wrestling, I gotta say. What are you talking about? Apollo Crews beat Shisuke Nakamura clean. And that was very good. So uh, I'm liking Apollo's new gimmick. I notice he's uh, throwing the accent in more. Yeah, but it's not like it's fake, though. I know. Like, it's his real... He's just being real, and that's mm-hmm. that's wonderful. He's just trying to live his truth. And I think that's part of why it works, because it like it is his real story. I hope he tells us about how he's amassed this massive fortune from fools... Like, gets to send him money. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. His his cousins, who are actually related to a Nigerian prince or whatever. All right. Um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna finish up with Young Rock. Young Rock. I almost forgot about that. What do you What do you think of the show so far? We've seen two episodes. I I hate Little Rock. I don't like Little Rock. Mm-hmm. Um. He said the F word on TV. They should really talk to the censors and get that fixed. Mm-hmm. Can't use the F word on TV. It's fine. It's not something that I'm going to run out to watch every week. I thought their Ric Flair kind of looked not Ric Flair at all. And what? I don't think Ric Flair was ever that thin. And um, the the only one like from like the the quick shots if you look it's like the guy that they had in the ring that was Roddy Piper I'm like is that because it's like it's really fast it like it's closer to his build and mm-hmm. and and him yeah it is and um like the the Wallace Bowens I guess the Andre didn't really I didn't think I think he felt like it felt like he was smaller than Andre if I'm being honest certainly like, he's a big dude but he's yeah I don't. I don't recall if Andre was like that, or maybe like cameras are different. They add or subtract or whatever. But a lot of cameras. I don't know, man. <laughs> um, it, it it looks interesting. Like I feel like it's a stealth like push to actually becoming president because Donald yes. Trump became 
Donald Trump was famous, but he became really famous with that Apprentice show. Now the problem is this show actually has to be good. Mm-hmm. So that because now he's saying all these things, he's telling his life story. So it's like you can't really come after him on anything because he's talking about everything. Mm-hmm. It's like you could just find it on TV. Somebody can't just be like, "Oh, this guy, he stole stuff." Like, no, I said, I said it on my show, Young the Rock, that I stole stuff. So, you know, I I can already see it here that he definitely had issues with his father. Mm-hmm. Uh. One thing I'll say is that Soul Man Rocky Johnson's hair, I don't think that's his real hair because <laughs> it looks like it's a Magneto helmet. Yeah, it's, a little bit. It's like a Magneto helmet, but like made out of hair. It, it, it's like they they edged it It's perfectly like, like a cut. I thought it was like his gimmick hat. Like, is he bald and that's like some kind of like helmet or something? And it's like, I don't like that. Mm. Um, but it, like it definitely does... I. Rock definitely has a complicated relationship with his father. Like, yeah. You know, well, he did, but whatever. Like, probably still does. It, it already, like, the way he has him portrayed in there, it's not like he shits on him or anything, but, like, you see that he's just, like, this guy that he's just trying to, like, all he wa- all he's been trying to do is, like, live the gimmick. So he's always going to say something is bigger and more than it is when it isn't. Mm-hmm. So, like... The Rock, the lesson was that The Rock, he's not going to, he's going to live his, you know, his life the way he does it or whatever. Like, his gimmick is not to make everything all big and whatever. It's like to make it true. Mm-hmm. Just to do it. Like, use it, what his what his dad does to, like, fuel him. Um, to, sort, to sort of say, dad used to talk big and never really fully was able to follow through on it. I'm going to talk the way I talk and follow through on everything. Yeah, I'm just going to do the big things and and I'm going to be president and there's nothing you can do about it. 2032, I think it is. Yeah, I think it'll be sooner than that. Actually, that might be that might be actually good because by that time he'd have already made all his rock money. Like the only way I would see him actually being able to do this is if he takes if he takes care of his campaign himself like if he's not taking donor money then mm. he's there's no way to like because a, a lot of it's very like special interests and stuff like that you can't have your those let those people get their claws into you and i think he's smart enough to know that mm-hmm. that you can't and when you're I, I i don't know maybe this won't age well though something will come out that rock maybe killed some people and they found them buried in the desert or whatever but he's not a bad guy, I don't think. Like, I don't agree with him on a lot of, like, political things, but I don't think he's a bad guy, and I think he'll have, like, you know, best interests at heart. I think if I was a rock, I would run as a Republican and just win after funding myself. And it's like, what can you do? Like, really, what can you do or say to hurt the rock? Because, mm-hmm. like, I, don't, I really don't think there's any, like, skeletons. Because, like... Everybody knows because you just have to watch Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Like he just did like he you know unless like Foley's got like unless Foley's got like scrambled egg brains in like twenty thirty two and they're like, look what the rock did to this guy. You know, or mm-hmm. something like that. But I doubt it. Yeah, those handcuffed headshots <laughs> might be the only thing to come back on him. 
Yeah, it's like that you'd have to come after the Undertaker, okay? You're not going to come after the Undertaker. This guy, he shows up under children's beds, you know, he, he takes them to hell, and then he'll bring them back when the, his demands are made. So, yeah, The Rock could really do anything. He should just run Libertarian and just, like, make real history. Yo. Be the first Libertarian president of the United States. Don't roll with be a Libertarian. Smaller government, leave me alone. Like, why not? Or just or like the Green Party or Nah Libertarian. Fuck that Libertarian all the way. That that Green Party shit I think Libertarian is legit. Non aggression principle. That's a very that to me is a very strong thing. It's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna visit any harm on you and you know, we'll all just get along. I think that's better. Make real history. Fuck, do the rock party, I don't care. Be the first time. Just uh, don't. Third party one. Just do it. Just make real history. Just forget this. This nonsense. Just don't just be the president. Be the first third party candidate and change the world. Mm -hmm. So for the show, I have yet to really laugh at it. But some of this, like the stories, are interesting. I feel like it's telling a story rather than like it's not really a sitcom. It's more of just a documentary. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's with, not with, funny. With dramatizations, yeah. So, like, the whole thing with his mom and everything, it's like, you know, that, that shit's real. Like, people, people get jobs doing cleaning and shit or whatever, and they end up being, you know, paid to essentially just be this rich person's friend because, you know, crazy rich folk, they don't have real, they don't have problems like non-rich folk. They just get lonely all the time. Like I have, I have a rich aunt who um, she kind of married money, and like he he has like this crazy government job or whatever, and like he's never home. And like the last time I visited her, she's like, "Oh, I, I look, I have three wine refrigerators on the first floor." I'm like, that is quite fucking excessive. I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, I should just have four. Well, one of them was like the, you know, how like a regular refrigerator will have like a wine refrigerator built into it in the front, so you don't have to open the whole fridge to get at your wine. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a first world problem. So, that's uh, that's the rich part of my family. But like, I if it wasn't Rock, I wouldn't watch Young Rock. Yeah, it's not funny. I don't, I, 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 and I don't like that I, it'll come up, a bit will come up where it's like, this is supposed to be funny and it's not. Like, mm -hmm. anytime he's talking to that, like, interview guy, mm -hmm. like, I don't mind the actor, he's okay, but it's like, it's not great. Yeah. Like, they try to, it's like, no. And like, my cynical mind is like, yeah, that's how the, 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 the mainstream media does treat the candidates that they love. They sit there, they lick their assholes on TV. <laughs> but mm -hmm. it's like, that's actually going to happen when The Rock does run for president. They're all going to kiss his ass. So which maybe... I might be wrong because I'll take that back. Because if he's running third party, that's not happening. Yeah. 
That is not happening. <laughs> He'll be taken less seriously by the media, but... They're gonna fucking go... It's gonna be like the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the Democrats and the Republicans are gonna try to fucking unite, treat The Rock like Thanos. If he were to do third party <laughs> and try to mess with their club, that's exactly what would happen. Like, the entire arm... Like, look at the last time an outsider tried to do anything. At least he did it with a party. This guy, if The Rock does third party... They're just going to look for every CIA spook they can. They can't find anything. Mm-hmm. So pro- I don't know. It scares the shit out of me for The Rock. I'm worried about The Rock. You know what, Rock? Don't do it. Don't run for president. Fuck that job. Maybe, you know what? Maybe that's what the show is. Maybe the show's not... Hey, it's a vehicle for him to be president. <laughs> yeah, it, it's his confessional. It's like, yeah, I did a bunch of shit. Yeah, you're going to find out about it. But here's how it actually happened before you before the big packs start sending people to dig it up and twist it. I'm just going to show you what it was. This is what happened. Or he could be lying and they find the actual shit that happens. That's another like possibility. Mm-hmm. Like I, you oh, can't... you mean the or the quote unquote <laughs> actual shit that happened? Yeah, exactly. Because they can always make a thing. Yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't like it. it the only time people have to, like, verify things if it's, like, against establishment. If it's if they, if they all have you convinced that this person, even though they're the best person, it's not going to work. But, again, he's a different guy. It's not like he set, he, he's just the nicest guy. So maybe it'll backfire going after the nicest guy. Mm-hmm. It could, that could make even more change. But... Honestly, I don't think we should really be waiting that long. President Rock. I think a lot of people would vote for him. Well, yeah, there's no denying that, but it's all about, is it enough? Do we have an electoral college at that point? These are questions. The electoral college thing is all weird. Electoral? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the whole concept of it's a little, like, it's another one of those things, and I don't want to get into it because we're not a political podcast, but this is another example of, well, it worked when there were like 200,000 people in the country. Now that there are 200,000 people in a neighborhood, it's kind of, it doesn't translate. Just count the votes and just make that the thing. But, whatever. I've known I'm known to have uh, different viewpoints from a lot of people. So, so if you want to know where and how you can get in touch with us, you can email us basinbookers at gmail dot com. We have a Facebook basinbookers, uh, Twitter of course at basinbookers at basinjr at rich the riz. We have an Instagram basinbookerspod, and if you don't know where to find this pod, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you may get your podcasts and as always the champs got one parting message the match of life is scheduled for one fall so make it count and do what the man says follow the bookers